Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Derek and Eric Football Podcast. Coming football at you. Football's here. Football, football, football! Did we say that football is here? And it's football! Back? College football Saturday is, is here. College football is here. NFL it, is here next week. Fantasy it, drafts are happening it's this week. week for- isn't this technically week one since this last week was week, week zero? Last one is the stupidest thing in the history of the world at week zero, yes. It just, that makes no sense to me, week zero. Mm-hmm. But we got a lot of football to talk about on this football day. <laughs> We're going to kick things off talking about the most exciting team in Denver as he runs out of bounds for a loss of yards is the CU Buffs. They are currently underway as of this recording against TCU with the lead and looking very, very good so far. But we'll yeah, dive into buddy. that. We're also going to talk CSU football as they are – they play tonight, I believe, as well. The Rammies, yep. Rams. We'll also talk the Falcons, Air Force Falcons. They actually kick, uh, kick off in about oh, like 30 minutes from time of recording here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna trout. They're playing Robert Morris high, uh, College. Woo! You almost said high school. That's basically. I almost what said they high are. school. Yeah. Because yeah, that's basically kind of what they are. Just like the team playing Georgia tonight, TCU or TC Martin. Yeah. Good luck. We'll, we'll dive into that crap coming up. But yeah, after luck. that, we've got a brief little stats of the week. Oh, block field goal, and. After that, we will dive into the NFLs. We've got a game on Thursday to open the season between the Lions and the and, Chiefs. And Jerry Jones must have thought of something in the shower because he did something. Oh, he's always thinking stuff in the shower. Well, he thought about this because he made the trade. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so let's start things off with the most exciting team in Colorado, CU Buffs. Yes. Most exciting football team, I should say. Well, um, I mean, ha- hence, hello, that's why they're on Fox and like it's just all the co- have you seen? I mean, commercials galore, radio, billboards. I mean, they're everywhere. Oh, they're- so I was saying this to my, my roommate before we hit record and when the game came on, Aaron Andrews mm-hmm. is there to, to watch this game. Aaron Andrews doesn't cover college very much, no, and she's there on the sideline. Yep. She she's I don't know if she's the sideline reporter for the game, but she did a story before the game for with Deion Sanders. So yeah, that's how she, big he is. And and Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt do big games too on Fox. And so you know if oh, those yeah. two got play by play guys, and like you said, Aaron Andrews is there, it's this is a pretty big deal. I mean the hype is real. the Deion Sanders mm-hmm. is one of the most popular football players of all time. And he is bringing his Really swag. good coaching style at Jackson his, State. His swag, see, Eric. His swag. And <laughs> we were watching the game a little bit. We're still watching the game. We're watching it a little bit before uh, we hit record. There was a play where last year for CU, this would have been either incomplete or a gain of three. But Shadur Sanders, new quarterback, he's rolling. He takes the snap, throws it out to the right on the screen pass. And the dude, he, he gets hit by the sideline after a gain of three, but he breaks the tackle and gets 12. And he, mm-hmm. like, makes people miss. And there's just – you can see it just on this little screen. I'm watching it on, on my phone. 
the difference in the attitude of the CU players this year compared to last year is crazy. No, it is. It's drastically different. Like I said, it's when you bring that new, it's like a shot of adrenaline, a new dose of energy that the university got, you know, that that the team got, let alone that whole town got. I mean, when he arrived, you know, we've said just, you look at their merchandise sales, Eric, they're one of the highest in the nation of any university. Well, I had an insane stat a while ago. I'll see if I can find it, but it it was crazy where like CU's merchandise sales went mm-hmm. up like 700% or something like that. Oh yeah. I mean, look at their spring game. Their spring game tickets sold out in less than an hour. And, and the l- spring game was basically practice by the way. Yeah. But you had so many people and so much hype around them that that's why they wanted to watch. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. And like right now, they've got a 7 nothing lead over TCU. Their first drive drove right down the field on them, scored. They TCU went three and out their first drive. And then the yeah. next TCU drive, CU gets an interception in the end zone, and then TCU just blocked a field goal on the next drive. But the thing is, is and Travis Hunter catched the ball. But – their schedule though the, the, the schedule is the next two, the next two weeks are very winnable games they host nebraska which my opinion spoiler Dude, they're going their, to trap them their first game back or their first game at cu against nebraska against, their old rival their first game home with coach prime is yeah. going to be insane good luck getting a ticket to that game well you can't it's sold out my point. And the CSU game also sold out. Uh-huh. Which, in my opinion, I think they are going to just absolutely but trounce them. Let's 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 bring up their schedule there. You you got it up. I'm I'm look I'm looking at it right now. So yeah, they got Nebraska and CSU. They're both of those are in Boulder. So and look at that that one against ESPN, Eric. It's a Saturday night game. Oh, and then t- 10 p.m. Is that Eastern or art? Yeah, Eastern. No, East, Eastern, 8 o'clock. Uh, but time, and, yeah. and then here's the thing. Fox noon kickoff. Back-to-back weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back, the, CU would, would never have dreamed of being on there the last five years. Cha-ching. This week and next week. Money. Hello. And then here's another thing. There's only two other games on their schedule that have already been booked. And it's yeah, it, it's a 8 p.m. Eastern or 8 p.m. start against Stanford here. And then a 1030 start in Washington on FS1. Yeah, yeah you the like rest how all of them, of them to be determined. TBA. You like that? T- you like you yeah. like that? At Oregon, TBA. Host USC, TBA. At Arizona State, TBA. Yeah, At UCLA, you... TBA. Home versus Oregon State, TBA. Versus Arizona, TBA. Utah, Utah. So it just goes to show you, I think they're waiting and seeing how they look and if they're going to put them on TV or not. So let's say they hang on and they beat TCU and then they beat Nebraska and then they beat CSU. You don't think that game against Oregon is going to be a primetime game? Oh, it will. But that is – oh, man. That's what I said. They're week four, week five, Oregon, USC, back-to-back. Rough. But you know how much money 
they're going to make if that – I mean, I tell you what, regardless of what the record is, when USC, USC comes to Boulder, Caleb Williams, you don't think they're going to have him on a primetime oh, game? Of course, of course I mean, Heisman favorite, you know, potential number one overall pick. You know, him coming to Boulder, you have Caleb Williams and Deion Sanders. Yeah, that, that game's going to be nationally televised. Yeah, and – Let's look at it this way. Rough schedule. Because after that, Arizona State, who mm-hmm. knows? Arizona State's probably not very good this year. Mm-hmm. Stanford. who the Stanford hasn't been good the last three years. UCLA's a pretty good team, but they're not ranked. Yes. Oregon State is ranked 18th somehow. <laughs> the Beavers. The Beavers. Uh, Arizona, winnable. Washington State, winnable. Utah, they beat Florida. Yeah. They actually trounced Florida. First play of the game. Did you see Utah, what they did against Florida? (laughs) A bomb. (laughs) An absolute bomb to open up. It tells you that Florida was only good last year because of Anthony Richardson. Richardson, yep. And as soon as he left, they're like, yep. Yeah, I think they're going to have a down year this year. Yeah, well, good play. Um, But for CU, what would be – a good season in your mind? Well, I mean, five, six wins, maybe. Oh, dude, I think if they have five wins, that's a fantastic season, considering yeah. what they've come from. Yeah, I say five, six wins is a, I mean, because clearly they're not only going to win, they're not just going to only win one game like last year. Let's just get that out of the way. No, they won't. You can clearly see from this game. They are a hell of a lot better team and a lot more talented. <laughs> like I said, it's just you can see the attitude that Dion mm-hmm. brought over. Yeah. For this this organization. Also, they're all white unis. Clean. But yeah, in my opinion, five, six wins, I think, is considered a good season. I mean, you finish five and seven, six and six. I mean, you finish six and six and make oh, a bowl dude, game. The season's big. a win. Yes. And oh, see that like they they've got some stuff to do. Like that this play that just happened. And that's CU what, defenders ran into each other and there was a wide open receiver. And that's what I saw uh coming this year is that this year there's not I mean, yeah, the hype, there's a lot of hype around the team, but I don't really have really high expectations this year. I think it will take Sanders a good year, you know, to gel and get working with this next year though. That's when I think expectations should be really, really high for this team. I maybe not really, really high, but you know, another year in a, you know, but then they move to the Big Ten. Big Ten. So it's going to be same thing. So it's going to be a huge. No, Big Ten is where Nebraska and uh, Michigan, Michigan State are all are. But yeah, they move. Yeah, so yeah, this is their last year in the Pac-12, or this is the last year for the Pac-12. So they're going to be playing a whole different. Cast of characters, basically. Yes, they, yes, they will. So, uh, you know, I, I think it would be more fun for them in the Big 12 because if everybody knows about the Big 12, there's no defense down there. <laughs> None. <laughs> so, That's why I said Texas, Oklahoma, good luck in the Yeah, good luck in the SEC, buddy. Yeah, good luck when you guys go to the SEC. Um, but I, I think – I think you should have good expectation for this team because, you know, like there are some easier games on the schedule, but there are some rough ones. Mm-hmm. I think a five, I think set your expectations for CU to win five. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I, I mean. 
we said that a while back, even when he got hired and even earlier this summer, I said five, six wins to me would be a, you know, a good season for him. Yeah. I think that's all it takes. Also, and like, uh, all it, there's, they have a Shohei Otani of football in Travis Hunter, who's playing receiver and corner for them. I don't yeah, know if he's playing every snap because I don't think he physically can. No, but he, he's like the he's like the old arena football player where you had one guy at receiver and corner. Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, pretty awesome. He he he's he can be explosive. You got Shadur obviously as the uh, starting quarterback. Shiloh Sanders so is in safety too. It looks like he's the leader of the defense, just from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. So, I. It's it there it's gonna be a fun year up in Boulder. And uh I just keep an eye on CU. Yeah, they're the they're definitely the most exciting team in this town as of right Football now. Football wise. Football wise, yeah. Not not the you know, well unless Denver takes over that mantle and they magically do something this year, but that's a wait Spoiler and see. Spoiler alert, no. Well, and that's a wait who... that's a wait and see, I guess. Let's move it on to the other big college football team. And CSU. The Rammies. The Rammies. Yeah, they were so, not very good last year either. No, they were better than the Buffs. But they but not by that many. What was no, it? No, and it's because they brought in a new coach. Um oh, what is his name? Uh better fill up that stadium too, that fancy new stadium you built. And that was the thing, it's just they had no hope. But uh he they brought in a new coach from Nevada last year. Mm-hmm. And he was—he just had nothing to work with. Like the C CSU had an awful roster. They were trash. And Jay Norvell—that's what they brought over. There you go. And Jay Norvell is responsible for all oh, the TCU fumble, fumble Ruski. Hey. <laughs> um. Uh. He he has now brought over a bunch of young, good, big, fast, strong players to so, see a lot of description. That's that's what he did. Like he yeah. brought like they don't have any five star recruits because they're in the Mountain West. You're not going to get any. It's CSU, yeah. But they they brought in a lot of like good three star recruits which is what you want for CSU. Yeah. Oh yeah, you bring in three four star recruits, yeah. That's exactly what you want. And they've done a lot. They've done a lot what CU has done. Not as much of oh, turnover. God no. God no. But they have some good turnover and I think it's going to make them for the better. Are they going to be better than CU? Record wise maybe. Maybe, yeah. Because listen to their schedule. So they tonight, which I'll be watching, they play Washington State here. Then, ooh, that's an interesting one. And I, I honestly don't know anything about Washington State. Neither do I. I was going to say that's where Cooper Cup from comes from, but he was from Eastern Washington, so I really have no idea anything about Washington State. Yeah, Eastern Um, Washington. As we said, at CU, then at Middle Tennessee. Wait, so they have a week off after this? They do. Wow, already. Mm-hmm. And then they're at Middle Tennessee. Okay. Post Utah Tech. What the hell? At Utah State. Okay. Post Boise. Ooh. At UNLV, University Ooh. of Northern Las Vegas. Yes. Host Air Force. Loss. Ouch. 
at Wyoming, the big rivalry. Yep, there's the big one across the border. Host San Diego State. Big one. Host Nevada at Hawaii. How do you like that? On November 25th, you finish up your season in Hawaii. Let's go. Yeah, that's rough. No, that's you did. I'm going to the beach. I'm practicing. I'm gonna. Oh, stop. I know. I'm, I'm I'm being a smartass saying, oh yeah, oh boo-hoo, they get to go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll take. The, I'll make the trip. I uh, mean, the, <laughs> the Rams should be better this year. They really should be. I mean, it'd be nice if you know all Colorado teams are competitive and good this year because the only good team we had last year was Air Force. Yeah, and Air Force started to fall off at the end of the year. I mean, CU um, was the worst ranked college football team last year. CU. <laughs> they were so bad. Yeah, one and Honestly, 11. expectations for uh, for those Ram fans, same as CU. Five wins, five, six wins. Should do it. Because, again, I think they have a better roster. They have a really good head coach. Jay Norvell is such a good head coach. Well, just hearing that schedule, those are some pretty winnable games, some of the opponents they have. Yeah. Like Middle Tennessee, hello. Utah Tech, who? Yeah, who? Was that a technical school? They have a football team? I, I, I suppose. Uh, you know, <laughs> Wyoming. Like, Wyoming's always good. Like, those are always fun games, too, by the way. Um, We're good. CSU, yeah. Josh Allen, yeah. Yeah. Um, San Diego State might be – that might be a trouncing. San Diego State's been all right in the but, Mountain but, West. But Boise, yeah, that, that Boise might be State. a tough yeah. – that's a tough one. But I, I think there should be some decent expectations for the Rams too. I really do. The other oh. Rams. Go Rams! Go Rams! Uh, <laughs> once a Ram, always a Ram, do money. That's true. Uh, <laughs> no, my game froze. As I I pulled my my screen back up, Derek, let's talk about the Air Force Falcons. Yes, the other Colorado team. Uh, They kick off against Robert Morris, the most (laughs) explosive team in the history of college football. Woo! (laughs) Um, Robert Morris. That definitely is a school named after somebody. That's a person. Ah, TCU got a touchdown. Squirrel over it. Well, you, well, you knew that was going to happen. They can't keep them. They can't shut them out. No. Um, but they're always a team that's just going to have ten wins. It's just who they are. Mm-hmm. Well, they're in the they're in the Mountain West. Mountain West. That's right. What's their schedule look like? Robert Morris at Sam Houston. Oh God! Tickets start from thirteen dollars. By the way. Uh, <laughs> Utah State, okay. Host Utah State at San Jose State. Host San Diego State. Host Wyoming. Ooh. At Navy. Oh, that's always then, a good one. Then at CSU. Host Army. Of course. At Hawaii. Host UNLV. At Boise State. Not a bad schedule. They're but gonna win ten. I mean, you, you got to remember though, too. This is a very—they're uh, a run-heavy team. They don't pass that much. No, they pass like what five times a game, and that's a there, lot. There was, yeah, what there was one game last year, I believe, their quarterback completed two passes, and yet they had like fifty rushes for over three hundred yards and well, like I, I five touchdowns. He had like two passes for a hundred. It was like two for three for a hundred yards passing. Yeah, because the two he connected with were long bombs. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Um, so like, there's not much to say about Air Force. They're just a damn good team that runs the triple option. That's what they do. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's what them, Army, and Navy all do. They all run the triple option. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I I think the Air Force is going to be the best team, college football team in the state. But CU, and of course, has the most hype around. CU has the most everything. hype. Yeah, because it's you know, and they're going to get the most attention. Oh, yeah, it's Division One college football. Yep, and they're getting, they're definitely going to get the most attention, and like we said. We, we've been talking about it. I've been begging for a college football team to pick me up and make me a fan. And well, hop on, Eric, be a fan. I'm trying. Well, then go go out or go online, go online right now and just buy you a Coach Prime shirt or a no. hoodie. Hey, the fall's coming. Buy yourself a hoodie. You want to screw God, it? Dude. Buy a shirt. Buy dude. a shirt and a hoodie. Officially licensed hoodies for. From fanatics are ridiculously expensive just because they have a freaking team name on jerseys. Them. Jerseys, and have you seen how the price of jerseys, football jerseys? Oh my, I just was looking the other day, Eric. Oh my gosh, I love jerseys. I don't, you see how expensive they are? Yeah, hey, I got a Todd Gurley jersey for $40 on clearance. It's a small and it's a pretty snug jersey, but it fit. And it's like one of those nice, like authentic. I have, ones. I have a Matt Stafford jersey, old <gasps> Matt Stafford jersey from the Lions. Yeah. Oh, hey, and I then, got a Jared Goff jersey. We can trade. And then my Broncos jersey I have is my favorite one. It's DT. Good old DT. Good old DT. Which I, I hope. Speaking of that, real quick, that nobody currently is wearing that, but I hope eventually they do retire that number. They should. I mean, they don't really retire numbers in the NFL. Yeah, they do. Not really. Not well, like baseball or hockey do. Well, to individual teams retire jersey numbers. Not really. Not well, like again. Not like the NFL. Well, the Broncos, like the NHL, or MLB. Well, John Elway and Floyd Little's jerseys are retired, and so is Frank Chaprika and uh, Peyton Manning because they each wore eighteen. Th- those are three numbers retired. So Peyton Manning's number is retired. Yeah. It's not because of Tropica. It's because of Peyton Manning. Well, he, well, he wore it first. But anyways, Floyd Little and it John doesn't Elway's... mean it's retired because of him. <laughs> anyways, but those are the three jerseys retired by Denver. There we go. Coach Prime shirt. $26. <laughs> you know, it, uh, real quick, they actually, if you go walk, I mean, you're not that far from Boulder, Eric. You could always drive up, go to Pearl Street, and just buy one, right? You know, Derek, the amount of money it's going to cost to drive, get a shirt, and drive back would be worth more than $26. Just saying. Anywho, let's move things on along to the ACC. ACC. They made news. It's, it's more movement in college football. They have accepted... SMU, Stanford, and Cal to come over from the Pac-12. And where was SMU? Oh, God. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Wide open first down and more. It's it's, south of 20. The 14. It's safe to say, though, that the the Pac-12 is is no more because they were the last two. So after this season, it's dead. 
you, you know what the Pac-12 should do? What? Join with the Mountain West. You mean become the the Pac Mountain West? And the, the Pac West. You could the Pac no, West. Derek, you have to the Mountain Pac. The Mount the Mount Pac West. Mount Pac Twelve. The Mount Pac. Just the Mount Pac. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> let's go Mount Pac. That'd be so freaking cool. Let's. I'm gonna pull up the because I believe Cal and Stafford were the last two to accept, right? Because oh, Ace uh, SMU is in the American Athletic. Because uh, Oregon State and Oregon, yeah, they're all they they've all been accepted to other conferences. But uh, yeah, I believe Cal and Stanford were the last two. I believe, yes, yeah. So, so this this year will be the last Pac-12 championship, like ev- maybe even ever. It probably will. Well, like you said, it's stupid. Last week they had. USC playing, but guess what? You had to buy and subscribe to the Pac-12 network. You think somebody's going to do that just to watch that for a year? No. You never know. Would Why, would you do that? Oh, God, no. Yeah, neither would I. <laughs> I don't need to watch. I mean, see you, I would. I mean, would I have done it last year? No, because they were trash. This year, though, all their games are probably going to be, you know, broadcasted. Yeah. They don't even have to buy the Pac-12 network now. Yeah, and uh, like so, here's the teams that are left in the Pac-12. So Arizona State and Arizona gone. Where are Stanford, they going? They're going to the Big Ten or Big Twelve. Okay. Yep, that's right. Okay. Stanford, <laughs> USC gone. Yep. Cal gone. Oregon gone. Gone. UCLA gone. Oh yeah. Here are the teams that are left. Uh, Washington gone. Washington State, Oregon State. That's mm-hmm. it. So Washington State and Oregon State are the only two left. Utah's gone too, I think. Yes. Utah's going to the big. Are they going to the Big Ten? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Washington State, Oregon State are the, are the lone wolves. The Pack Two. Yeah. They can play each other every week and, and alternate home and away. Yeah. Twelve times. <laughs> How funny would that be? Each team, fin- <laughs> each team finishes six and six. The Pac Two Championship game, Washington and Oregon State for the thirteenth time this year. <laughs> so I'm pissed. That'd be great. I can't watch the game anymore because Fox found out that I have Directv, and I can't watch Fox Sports right now. How does that happen? They're in a dispute. No, because my phone I linked my phone to my DirecTV account, so I didn't have to log into every service provider available. Okay, that makes sense. Anywho, so so thanks, internet and TV providers, for having these stupid disputes. Because you ever like, oh my god, I'm gonna get political here in a minute. There, you better stop me. Okay, yeah, just stop. (laughs) Let's concentrate on the, the the thing at hand. Okay, never. So. Oregon State, Washington State are the last two, but they're eventually going to probably jump ship to a conference. Or get absorbed, or the Pac-12 will absorb some like random teams, but it's just more movement in college football, and I'm not surprised. I really am not. You know, we said within, what, maybe five years, 
there will just be two super conferences. Mm-hmm. Pretty think? much. Uh, maybe not in five years, but because the Big Twelve and the and the ACC are doing things that the Pac-12 refused to do, which was expand. God, can you imagine the future like 10 years from now? For the ninth time in 10 years, Alabama has won the national. I'll be like, let's just say this because the the ACC has had threats from Florida State Mm. because they were like, oh, they're going to leave. Yep. And if the ACC is not uh, productive and tries to get out in front of this, then they will die. Mm-hmm. Because if Florida State leaves, Clemson's gone. And then mm-hmm. every the, the three teams you just took in don't matter. No. Oh, heck no. But I think I think you're going to, like in the maybe five years, it'll just be four conferences. Mm-hmm. Which it kind of already is now. But B- Buffs just scored. Uh, I saw 13-7. He had pass interference, TCU did, yet he still scored. But, that was great. Um, so you know it's Hunter it's, scores. It's, it's thank you. It's it's just changing. That's what it is, and mm-hmm. that's all I really got to say. The Atlantic Coast Coastal Conference took in two teams from the Pacific and one from Dallas, Texas. <laughs> I find that funny. So now they should instead of the uh, they should be the all Coastal Conference. <laughs> yeah, real quick, let's dive into. Scores? No, standings. So, like I said, what? Well, no, just do you agree with who the top five are ranked? You mean rankings, not standings. My bad. Rankings. (laughs) So, Georgia, 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 Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, LSU. Those are your top five. Sure. I don't know enough about LSU. I mean, Alabama, of course, you know, they're always going to be ranked because. It's freaking Nick Saban. But Tell you Texas, what, TC loses to CU. They out of the, the top 25. Oh, oh, they're out. But I, can you believe, though, uh, Texas? How are they ranked that high? Uh, they, they're always ranked highly every year. Every Two, year. Tulane is ranked 24. Yeah, that one I don't get. <laughs> uh, Iowa's... Uh, is at 25 at the bottom because the Beavers, the Beavers, dude, they're 18th, which is huge. I can't believe that. Um, Utah got a win over Florida, they're 14 right now. They're one rank over Oregon, which surprised me. Well, I think you know, this is only just week one of the standing or god rankings, not rankings. standings. Yeah, rankings, they're they are gonna change, of course. FC, FCS and the other ones, uh, can you guess who the top two are? I mean, they're always number one and two. Let me guess. South and North Dakota State. Ding, 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 ding. Because <laughs> they're there the you powerhouses go. in the FCS. Yep, there you go. Good job, Eric. <laughs> That's awesome. You're like, let me guess. <laughs> Correct. All right, let's dive into some scores here. Derek, I want you to – I'm going to tell you a score here. I'm not. All right, I'm not. I'm not looking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you who the starting quarterback of this team was getting blown out in the first quarter is. <laughs> okay. Oklahoma is dominating Arkansas State. They put up 28 in the first quarter. 28 in the first quarter. <laughs> yes, it's 28 oh nothing going into the second. 
Wow. Who is Arkansas State's starting quarterback? You should you know him too. I know him. You do. Who did he play for? Did he play for a previous school? He did. Who? JT Shrout. Here? Yeah. He played here and they're he losing. Was, he was he was CU's QB. Yeah, no wonder they're getting trounced. <laughs> she transferred to Arkansas State. Oh my God! Look at four of 11, 32 yards. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, that was just a fun one. I saw that and I was like, "Wait, I know what that, a loser!" Um, so CU scored seven points in the first two quarters so far. They have a fourteen-seven lead over TCU. Oh my God, Eric! Let's see Michigan playing. See, this is the thing with college football. Why in the world? Hey, with is. Without- Hang on, hang on. Why in the world is Michigan allowed to play East Carolina? Who knows? Grow a parent's schedule actual colleges. Real quick, Eric, without looking. Portland State is at Oregon. What's the spread? Portland State? Portland State is at Oregon. What do you think the point spread is? I mean, clearly Oregon's favorite. Close 48. <laughs> this like this is what drive, but like here's a good one. The Portland State Vikings. Here's a good one. Go 130 to... on ABC. Boise State at Washington. Yeah, there's a good one. That's a fun game. Mm-hmm. But like I said, this one, UT Martin at Georgia. Like it's who ridiculous. cares? Who cares? Like play teams that we want to see you play, not teams you're going to trounce for no reason. There you go, Eric. There's the point spread you're looking for. Georgia's favored by 50. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and look at this one. MTSU at Alabama. Like, Memphis the- is playing Bethune Cook. Like, who? What, like, what the hell is this? You have these rinky-dink colleges. <laughs> Middle Tennessee is playing Alabama. Like, like, no offense, the only one good game, Eric, tomorrow, 5.30, you have LSU and Florida State. That is yeah. going to be a good one. And then look um, at that. College football yeah. taking advantage of no NFL tomorrow and Monday. Oh, dude, this is their weekend, man. This, is, But here's mm-hmm. another – here's two good games. North Carolina Tar Heels and South Carolina Gamecocks. It's always a fun one. You just like uh, saying the name. Yeah, Gamecocks. Um, Texas Tech is going to Wyoming. Ooh, that's an intriguing one. Texas Tech is favored by 13 and a half. Hmm. Here's my favorite college. Incarnate Word is going to UTEP. Incarnate Word? <laughs> yeah. That is not the name of the yeah, school. Incarnate Word. Where the heck are they out of? I, I couldn't tell you. Incarnate Word. Yeah. What the hell? They play in the. They play in Southland. What, but like, what? see, here's another one. Mercer at Old Miss. Like, it's just. <laughs> this is this is stupid. It's great. Let's go. It's so stupid having these school. I mean, it's a pick me up game. It really is. Like, oh, let's get our confidence up and kick the crap out of them so we can get ready for next week. Which is my biggest gripe with college football. I, I don't think they should be allowed. No. 
But anything else you want to talk about college football wise? Just there's not a lot to talk no, about not, right now. No, not really. I mean, it's just opening weekend, and we'll just see. Uh, real quick, next week, massive game. If you're looking ahead, uh, Texas will be at Alabama. Big game. That'll next. be fun. Well, yeah, it's going to be a matchup from here on out, basically. Mm-hmm. So big game next weekend. Uh, and also another big one next weekend that USC is on alert. I know we say Stanford's not good, Eric, but they seem to have USC's number. So Stanford plays USC. At least they play week. tough, too. So that game is also next weekend. See, and here's another stupid one. UC Davis at Oregon. Just, just dumb. Go to hell, college football. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move things along to stats of the week. Na, 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 na. Uh, you want me to go first? I got... Yeah, go ahead. I don't have a whole lot. Yeah, I got four. Okay, so here's a funny one. It's about the charges. Uh, last three years, the Chargers have scored 1,233 points, Eric. They have allowed 1,256 points, which is the most allowed in NFL history. But yet, they have also scored the most in three years in NFL history. There you go. So, what does that tell you? That uh, their defense better step up this year. (laughs) Nah, not at all. And this one, uh, this is pretty funny. I saw this. Tom Brady's daughter has held the Super Bowl trophy more times than the Cowboys have won playoff games in 20 years. And uh, to remind you, she's eight years old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, suck it, Dallas. Didn't expect that one, did you? Yep. And then this I found fascinating. The Colts are the only team that do not have a player over the age of 30 years old. <laughs> so the Indianapolis... They're a young team this year. Very young team. And the last one, oh, boy. The 49ers spent more draft capital to get Trey Lance than the Packers spent on Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and Jordan Love combined. So to remind you, they traded pick 12, pick 29. So basically all first-rounders and a third-rounder in the 2022 draft. Uh, Niners did to, to be move fair, up. Brett Favre was a backup. No, well, I know, but Packers traded the first rounder for Favre, a yes. first rounder for Rodgers, and a first rounder for first rounder and a fourth rounder for George, Jordan Love. Yes, but that's bad, Eric. And as we'll get to here uh, in the next segment, we'll talk about what happened with Trey Lance. Yes. But yes, that's all I got. All right, Derek. First one I got here. Most MLB seasons stealing at least one base without being caught at all. Okay. Who is it? Most seasons? Most MLB seasons stealing at least one base without being caught at all. Uh, Is he a current player? No. No. Started in 1986, retired in 2008. Oh, God, I should know this, shouldn't I? You know the name. You're not going to get it. <laughs> Go ahead, then hit me. Greg Maddox. Damn it. Hit me again, Tube Sock. He had 10 <laughs> seasons without being caught, but it's because he had like one steal, two steals, three steals. 
You know how many steals Greg Maddox has in his career? Mm. 11. Wow. <laughs> For a pitcher. Eric, uh, newsflash real quick. Uh, Oklahoma just scored. They're up 35 nothing, and Arkansas State just fumbled on the following kickoff. Sounds about right. <laughs> so it's about to be 42 to nothing. Wow. All right, All right Derek. Another baseball stat coming your way. Rookies with 20-plus home runs and 40-plus stolen bases. There's four of them. Two of them you're not going to get because they're in 1966 and 97. So Mitchell Page in 1977 for the Athletics. Tommy Aggie for the White Sox in 1966. Okay. One of them is this year. The fourth rookie to do ever do this. The other one was in 2012. Give me the 2012 player. God. Is he still playing? Yes. Can you give me what league is he in? American. Oh, crap. Is he still good and, like, relevant? When he's not hurt. Oh, God. That's a list is it mike trout it is mike trout that's what i figured i was like it had to be him give me this year's rookie who has 20 plus home runs and 40 plus stolen bases it's not a cunha because he's not a rookie is it oh the dude from diamondbacks yeah what's his name oh god i don't know eric no what's his name derek? i don't know his name Put some respect on his name derek he's better than any rocky Eric, all right, let's just rephrase that. Carroll. Let's just rephrase that. Everyone is better than the Rockies. Corbin Carroll has 20-plus home runs and 40-plus stolen bases in his rookie year. I saw you raising your damn eyebrows, so I knew it had to be the Diamondbacks player. <laughs> oh, my God, that's great. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Got... My other stat, I think it's playoff odds. Yes. Playoff odds in the NFL, Derek. Mm-hmm. Give me the, the team with the least, the, the highest or the longest odds. That's the word I'm looking for. To reach Cardinals. Close. Yes. What's the odds? Uh, 1%. No. No. Percentage-wise, I have to no. get the What are the odds? Oh, gosh. Mm. For the Cardinals? <laughs> to make the playoffs, what are the odds for the Cardinals? <laughs> Is it 2,000 to 1 or higher? No, it's lower. It's 1,100. Wow. Um, yeah, they, they ain't making it. They suck. Uh, the next closest team to that, I believe, is the Texans. That's what I was about to say. It's got to be Houston. At plus 475. Well, so that's a... the difference between the Texans and the Cardinals, according to Vegas. Well, yeah, because the Texans are at least have a quarterback and have talent going forward. The Cardinals have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best odds to make the postseason are uh, Eagles, minus 500. Of course, the Chiefs. Chiefs and Niners both tied at minus 450. Oh, look, Eric, the two teams we hate are up there. Of course, of course. they are. Uh, I'll have to bleep this, but you know what, Eric? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's great. Uh, the Cardinals and Texans both have plus two twenty thousand odds to make the Super Bowl. Thank God you're tame this week, man. Last week's show, you were just yeah. Fu- no, it's good. Thirsty Thursday, you were filling it. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is all I got. All right then. Oh, TCU sucks. Yes, they do. <laughs> so far, they're not looking good. Let's move things along to from football to football. Yeah. Whoop! NFL is the preseason is over. Over. But now we get to games that actually matter, and starters will be in. And yeah, like you said, fantasy football drafts are starting. Yeah, I've got one tonight and one on Wednesday. I have one on Tuesday. And I'm the last pick of the round. I mean, the good thing is I get to go back to back to start the second round, but still picking 10th. Yeah. Um, I wanted to pull up the injury report for this game, but it's not out yet. So. Oh, the Chiefs um, and Lions? Chiefs and Lions. Mm hmm. So I can't tell you who's on the injured list and why that might be important or not until wanna, probably Wednesday. You want to talk about that? You want to talk about that first, the, the game? I'm just, I was just saying, I, no. I couldn't find that. Quit hijacking my segment there. Hijacking nothing. <laughs> uh, so uh, Derek mentioned it because he likes to jump the gun. I he, have the injury report right here. Okay. So. Hey! I'm yes. the host of this here, both. We've... Bofa. No, I'm just Trey saying. Lance. I... Trey Lance. Oh, okay. We're gets on. traded. Oh, gosh, yes. To the Cowboys from the fourth round pick because Jerry, Derek jumps the gun. Uh, Jerry Jones, like I said earlier, he he must have had this thought in the shower, I'm guessing. <laughs> well, I get why he made the trade. Yes. I think a fourth is a little much considering that the Niners, as soon as they heard there was a fourth, they're like, send, 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 send up, send up. Yep. Um, first of all, screw the Niners. This was a failure by them. <laughs> it, it is. I'm sure they, it brought they, a they smile drafted, to your face. Yeah. They draft a guy third overall. Tra- and you trade all first that? round picks and, and a third round with those third round for three first round picks, by the way, got, uh, Tyreek Hill, mm. Bradley Chubb, and mm. Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. Those and they the third round pick they gave away for Jalen Ramsey. So you who's turn those up? you turn those who's picks hurt? in, but it doesn't matter. But you turn those four picks and into certified starters. I heard someone on the radio talk about this, the, like a podcast or whatever. I think it was Dan Patrick saying that it doesn't like if. If Brock Purdy's not good, then they bring in Sam Darnold and the Niners will be fine. No, they no, won't. No. Sam Darnold's not leading them to the playoffs. No, he's not. Maybe to the playoffs, but he's not winning you anything in there. Sam Darnold might have a good game. He he, he might have a good game, but the next week he may lay an egg because that's just what he does. He will lay an egg. He's not good. Um, but they really so, have a lot of trust in Purdy and Sam Darnold, I guess. I guess. And if, if Purdy's healthy, then fine. But again... What if Purdy kind of sucks? And then see, so yeah, let's talk about it from the 49ers standpoint first, then we'll talk Dallas. So as you said, we've been saying it. What if Purdy does just 
come out and he man he just looks bad because he could his arm like his arm isn't healthy or he's just not as good as we thought mm-hmm. it it could happen do i think he's as do i think he's bad no not at no, all he, i think he, he i think he has he could be a good weapons. quarterback in the nfl i don't think he's a championship quarterback in the nfl he hasn't proven me to that that no yet. but now has... the niners have a damn good roster good enough to keep mm. them around and keep them going absolutely they have a good he has good weapons to throw to that's for damn. But you're sure. taking a risk on a guy who started what five games for them last year and went an un- like an unbelievable thirteen and four touchdown interception ratio. Seven games, yeah. I don't think it was seven, was it? Mm-hmm. Um. Anywho, I think he went seven and one or eight. I think he went seven and one. Uh, he yeah. I don't think he started all those games though. Um. Anywho. I just, I think it's a bit of a gamble. And I, I guess with their roster, it's an okay gamble to take. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, I would be concerned. All I have to say is that if this uh, trade doesn't work and Purdy or Darnold Lane, uh, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, man, you, you guys have been put on notice and you're on the hot seat big time, I believe. Because like I, the the Niners, like if if all goes wrong, they'll mm-hmm. probably be a nine eight win team, which might yep. get them into the playoffs still. But who knows what's going to happen? I'd like this. There's again, Eric. What if it just falls apart? and The Niners only win five six games. Then I will. You will hear my laughter throughout all the land. Um, I I'm, I'm sure you're just praying. You're like, God, I hope they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they win one game, go one and sixteen. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, do you know anybody that's a Niners fan? Real quick. No, uh, that's that's true. I was like, you probably wouldn't even be their fan. Like, I I know Who's your somebody... favorite team, Niners. Oh, I gotta go. Uh, turn around. <laughs> um, I I know someone who is from the area and is like, oh yeah, Niners, yeah, but they're not a big football fan. Real um, quick, Eric, what if you met like? A really hot girl and like she's everything you want, but she's like, but I like the Niners. Nope, out done. done. Ah! <laughs> Not worth it. Not worth it. But then she's like, well, what if what, try and convert me to be a Rams fan? You'd be like, all right, done. Try. That's the no. There is no try. There is do or do not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. but yeah, the, but it, the... it's a it's a it's a gamble. Big gamble. And again, the Niners have the ca- capability to do it right now. Mm-hmm. And I I can't sit here. And he played in nine games last year. I think he was eight and one. Or he started in eight games, played nine. Yes. I I can't sit here and say that he's done enough for me to say, oh, yeah, the Niners are going to be, you know, no. their, their quarterback situation is taken care of. No, prove yeah, I, I agree week, too. Prove it to me this this year, then okay, I'll buy into you. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jamal Adams ain't playing week one against the Rams. Shocker! Of course he's not. Anywho. Dallas, um, the Dallas, Dallas oh man, does it, Prescott, Dak, you missed a field goal, by the way. Dak, uh, has been put on notice, I think, that he needs to win. 
Let me, I'm going to say this. I agree with you. You and I talked about this during the week a little bit. Mm-hmm. I agree that it puts him on notice. I think it's the wrong decision. I think it was too. When I saw that Dallas traded for, I I personally thought Minnesota. I, I thought that's from. where he was going to go to. That would have been the perfect and, fit. And it makes sense. He gets a full year to sit. It, yeah. tell, it tells Cousins like, hey, if you don't win for us, we're moving on. Yeah, and that's would have been the best fit for him. Maybe you give him with uh, you know Justin Jefferson, a good receiver, and you know an average team out there. I think that would have been good for him. Because Dak Prescott, I believe his contract is basically unmovable. Well, he so, has. Yeah, how many years does he have left? I think like I'm two pulling it up years. now. It's out of here. Um, get out of here. <laughs> so he's due. This year, forty-two million. Ooh. So let's say this year they they're like, nope, Dak Prescott's not it. We're gonna move on. Guess what his dead cap hit is next year? Oh God, fifty-five million. Sixty-one million dollars, almost sixty-two. Oh, so he his uh... cap hit next year. $59 million. So it's safe to say that he's they're stuck with him then for this uh-huh. year and next year. Now, they have it out in 2025 where they won't have any dead. They'll have, well, they have $36 million in dead cap, but 2026 is they have no cap. And then so in 2020. It's three, it's three years from now. Yep. So basically he's he's there for the next three years. Uh, actually, saying. hang on. Yeah, yeah, he's a free agent in 2027 is when his contract expires. That's not good. No, so clearly Jerry Jones made this trade. Mm-hmm. This is this got his name written all over it. Well, yeah, Dak Prescott didn't. Well, and Dak Prescott, like he's like I didn't know, and he I don't think he cares. Like, of course he does, and of course he would have liked to know that it happened. Mike McCarthy, I think, may be gone soon, too. If they don't I, – I don't know if this – I don't think it'll be this year, but, like, let's say next year they don't win. Yeah. Um, Jerry Jones is just so desperate – To win. To win a Super Bowl before he retires or passes – probably passes away before he retires. He'll be, like, 102, and he'll oh, be up there with his God, flip phone. Wrinkly old man in his press box sitting up there going – Cowboys. The Cowboys were good in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's desperately trying to be back to that 90s Cowboys team. Mm-hmm. Aikman, Smith, and Irvin days. Yep. That he's he's making these stupid decisions and he's not listening to reason. That Trey Lance shouldn't be a cowboy. No. Not even close. Nope. And what if Dak Prescott kind of sucks? You're not going to be able to cut him. You can't cut him this year. You know what his dead cap is this year? 100 mil. $89 million. I'm close. It's 100 mil last year. So so how many times, real quick, throughout, because Dallas, of course, is you know always on primetime games on TV. <laughs> how many times do you think the camera is going to show Trey Lance just sitting on the sideline? Anytime. He throws an interception. Anytime Prescott throws an interception, it's going to be Trey Lance. Watch, it just how, is. How much you want to bet it will go Jerry Jones, 
Trey Lance, or it'll be a split screen of both of them. No, it'll be it'll be Jared Jones, Trey Lance, and then a picture of a shower. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> or reverse it. It'll be Trey Lance, Jared Jones, picture of a shower. Wow. Oh, no, see you fumbled. So looking at the Cowboys schedule. Brutal. Mm. So you got the Giants, Jets, Cardinals, Patriots, Niners chart. So, I mean, one of those games he could lose. Or he could lose all of them. Okay, they're not placed replacing him that early. You don't think? Derek, that early into the season? They could. There's No. I, I'm kidding. There's no room for joking here, Derek. This is serious. Hey! <laughs> That's for you. That's for you. <laughs> There's another one. No, but I think it's safe to say that D- Dak Prescott is on uh, – he's been put on notice. And I don't know what – like you just said, though, this dead cap hit, you know, they're stuck with him, I guess, the next couple of years. They really don't have a choice. So They don't have a choice unless they're okay cutting all that money and not having a good cap, but not good cap or ha- space. Or having the most expensive backup ever. Uh, well, it's, it's a lot like these idiots who are saying that Russell Wilson could get benched this year in favor of Stidham. Oh, you make that move. Oh, you, you cannot go back. No. If you bench Dak Prescott, you cannot go back. No. So it's not going to happen. You ride or die with whoever you have. Yeah. It's just this year. It will not happen. Mm. And I honestly, next year, I don't think it will either. Unless the Cowboys are desperate and they decide to move on. Jerry Jones is on his deathbed. Oh, Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> well, let's move it on to the first game of the season. Woo! here. Open up in Kansas City against the Super Bowl champs, Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The let me get the over under. The Chiefs are favored by six and a half. Uh, so they're just the better team. Well, I mean, yeah, it's pretty obvious. They, they did just win a Super Bowl, Eric. Yes, they done diddly did. Let's look up Lions depth chart. So what do the Lions, Derek, need Teddy, to do? Teddy Two Gloves made the roster. Can you believe that? Well, yeah. Why would he not make the roster? I don't know. I just don't think he's that good. He's a good Derek, backup. he's a backup. I know. Who cares? You really want Hendon Hooker and Nate Sudfeld to be the backups for the Lions? Well, Hooker's on IR. So is Sudfeld. So here's your answer. No. No. Anywho. What do the Lions need to do to pull off the six and a half point upset over the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, do what every team that has done KC is. Is get uh, Hutchinson... And who's the other defensive end that they got? What's your team? Huh? You should know what's your team. Well, he's got that name that's hard to pronounce. Levi Anzurike? Sure. 
Aleem he, McNeil. No, Romeo Acora. Romeo Aquara. Aquara. So him and Hutchinson, they need uh, get pressure in Mahomes' face. You want to know that that's how I mean that's how you beat any quarterback, but especially with Mahomes, when you can get Mahomes. I mean, granted, the guy's good when he's on the run. He's good at anything. Even though I hate to say that, and those words coming out of my mouth, I hate saying that. I have to, you know, you got to admit when somebody's good, but you got to get pressure in his face. And I was like, if you can get pressure in his face and make him uncomfortable all night, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's the key thing. And don't let Travis Kelsey torch you. I know he's going to get his catches, and he's probably going to get a touchdown in his yards, but don't let him, you know, just don't let him butcher you over the middle of the field. Yeah, and – the the Chiefs have a good offensive line. Donovan Smith, Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Juwan Taylor. They do a good job in front of Mahomes. Very good. And especially when the play breaks down and Mahomes scrambles, they do such a good job there. TCU tied it up, by the way. I know. Um, that's what happens when you fumble on your own 35-yard line. Yep. Um, my We talked about it a little bit. My biggest thing with the Chiefs. Receivers receivers because Kadarius Tony I do not believe he's questionable right now but I, from what I heard he yeah. might not play him and Je- Legarius Sneed uh are both questionable and and Legere- Man- they need Legarius Sneed yeah and Emmanuel Mosley from the Lions is also questionable the one their corners yeah mm-hmm. so is Amon Ross St. Brown by the way he's questionable right now yeah and if he doesn't play, then the Lions have an issue at receiver because they've got well Williams Marvin, is suspended. Yeah. Williams is suspended for the first six games. Then it's Marvin Jones, Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, and Antoine Green. Who? Who? But I mean, look um, but at the Chiefs receiving room. The for the Chiefs? Yeah, it's like nothing really. I think Rasheed Rice, the receipt, the rookie, can do a very good job. Marquez Valdez Scantling is a deep threat, kind of spread the field, but so is Sky Moore. Sky Moore's like a slot spread the field kind of kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Richie James, I don't know a whole lot about, and obviously he's gonna do well in Kansas City because that's just how how this crap works. Mm-hmm. Good quarterback makes the receivers look good. Yep. Um Oh, he was a Niner. That's why I don't know anything about but Chris, him. But Chris Jones holding out is a big, big blow to this rushing defense. Mm-hmm. Big blow. But, uh, it, yeah, for offensively, though, Derek, it, for the Chiefs, it's going to be Travis Kelsey and Noah Gray pretty much going the way for the receiving room. And then Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco catching Pacheco. the ball out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Or, and Pacheco just running it and putting his head and shoulders down and just running people yeah. over, yeah. And that's like, what he does. I do like Pacheco. He's he's a good running back. But can he continue what he did last year? But it doesn't matter because they got McKinnon and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively, Chris Jones, big hey. missing piece for that Chiefs defense. Yeah, that, that's like, a huge one. Tarlaftis is going into his sophomore year. We'll see what he can do. Like I don't even know who these other guys are. Derek Nadi and Mike Dana. Who? Oh. Oh, <laughs> um, they've got Felix Anudike Uzama, who they drafted in the first round, who I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll probably be a you know kind of sub in and out with Karlaftis and Dana, but you know they've got good linebackers, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay. They're always really good. Leo Chanel, they're I think the sophomore. He's questionable right now. Jerry Sneed, of course, he's good, but he's hurt right now. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, Trent McDuffie, can he stay? Can he hold up from his first round last year? Uh, Justin Reed's always good on the back end, but then Brian Cook, yeah, who? Um, <laughs> I, I, it's up to the Chiefs if they can, because the Lions had top ranked number one offense last year, didn't they? Their offense, yeah, they, their offense was explo- number one scoring offense last year. They were, yeah, their offense and was explosive. So can you tame the Lions, the Lions offense? And, you know, they added Jameer Gibbs, and if Amon Ross St. Brown, Brown plays, who knows what the hell's going to happen. So Gibbs and Montgomery, yeah, are your two new backs in Detroit. So, And Gib- Gibbs looked pretty good, not bad preseason. He does have a burst of speed. That I mean, yeah, I see why they drafted him. Uh, I would expect Montgomery to get the start and then mm-hmm. kind of use Gibbs sparingly, like on third downs and stuff like that, because Montgomery can take the punishment. I don't know if Gibbs can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then defensively for the Lions, can their new look secondary hold the Chiefs offense? That's yeah, going to be the key. Get press, like you said, get pressure on Mahomes and then handle the quick passing. And then when the play breaks down, stay with your man. Because you know he's going to have a couple no look passes or he's going to, you know, flip it, shovel passes. I mean, you know, he's going to have a couple sc- He He does a lot of screen passes to Kelsey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's coming. And, or Kelsey over the middle of the field because that's where he's good and you know gets yards after the catch. God, Kelsey's so good. He is. He's damn good. So yeah, it's it can be done, but there's a lot that needs to happen for the Lions to beat them. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, uh, the it's it's gonna have to take a near perfect game for the Lions. Mm-hmm. And look, they've done it before. And Aaron Rodgers twice last year, pretty good. Yeah, Rodgers' last pass as a Packer was a pick. Two. That, that, that makes me happy. What? Kirby Joseph. Yes. One of my favorite rookies last year. I know, that was great. Um, But then, yeah, the, the Lions, you know, can Brian Branch, is he going to play slot for them? You know, probably, maybe a little bit of safety. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Sutton and Jerry Jacobs look like they're the starting corners. Uh and CJ Gardner Johnson, can they? So they got from that? the Eagles. That was that was huge. Yeah, getting you know, one, him was huge. One year deal for them, but uh, yeah, I, I can the Lions pull off the upset? Of course they could. I would will love they? If they did? If they know. did, uh, will they? I, it's a, that's a tough. It's a tall task for them, but I do want to point this out: mm. the Chiefs' schedule to start. They're playing three unproven teams that mm-hmm. if they beat the Chiefs, people will be like, wow, look at them. Mm-hmm. They played they they played Detroit, Jacksonville, and Chicago. Yeah, how about Do that? Do I think they'll lose all three games? No. No. If Chicago, they did, oh. Chicago might be a win. Chicago, Jacksonville, Detroit, if they beat the Chiefs, oh my gosh, Eric. Get me some party poppers. I'm popping yeah. them. <laughs> I think you could see the Chiefs offensively get off to a slow start as they try to like gel I with think... these receivers. You know, you that could happen. And maybe Detroit and Jacksonville kind of sneaks in, you know, do sneaky good things. Like Jacksonville is going to be a tough game because it's Jack- Jacksonville. Jacksonville is no pushover with that offense and that defense. I mean, and being in Jack, that, that is not going to be a gimme game for them. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a very tough game for the but Chiefs. But let, let's focus back on the Lions. What, who needs to play well? We kind of touched on it a little bit for the Lions to win. You said Agent Hut, Aiden Hutchinson, excuse me, and Romeo Aquara. Yes, but I also Jared Goff needs to continue his 
momentum that he had last year. He needs to come out and just show that last year wasn't a fluke. And then he needs, had a good season. Last yeah. Year. He, he needs to ride that momentum again this year and, and prove that, Hey, look, I'm worthy of a contract extension. Maybe, you know, if he plays well this year, then maybe he gets one from them. You never know. Oh, man. Do you think he deserves a pay raise though? Maybe. Cause what's he getting? It's like 36 million. Oh, boo hoo. <laughs> like that's not a lot. <laughs> that's a lot, Eric. I take it. Hello. Uh, I would, yeah, but I mean, like, would you pay him that much? More than that? Fifty million. Fifty million for Jared Goff? Well, I'm just saying that's what that's that seems to be the norm now for Bro, extensions. I can't give Jared. No, I'm not saying to give him that, but I'm saying that's the new norm for extensions now. I guess, yeah. But uh, no, I agree with you. Goff is the key to the Lions' success this season. He is, and, especially and... with Jamison Williams being out. That for six games, all these other receivers got to step up big time with him. Oh, yeah. Um, let me pull up Goff's stats last year. Passing. And, and Gibbs. Passing. Like how, and Gibbs, you got to show why you, sh- you know, shocked everyone in the draft and you drafted him. Like he really needs to come out and show. You know why mm-hmm. the Lions picked him. So Goff, honestly, one of his best statistic seasons mm-hmm. for him last year: four thousand four hundred thirty-eight yards, twenty-nine touchdowns to seven picks. Pretty good. The only time he was really better was in twenty eighteen when he had thirty-two touchdowns and twelve interceptions. Go ahead, Eric. Who and who is he with? <gasps> Go rounds. Um, <laughs> I think Jared Goff can have a similar type season. He might even push the 30 touchdowns again. Well, I mean, everyone in the NFL thinks so, and that's why, you know, they they think the Lions can win the North. Mm -hmm. And another – if Amon Ra plays, it's got to be him. He's got to step up too. Well, I mean, he's shown the last couple seasons he can do that. he's, He's been really good for him. He can, especially with Jamison William out. You know, Josh Reynolds is going to have to spread the field, even though I don't think he's that guy. No. But, like, Khalif Raymond's a quick guy. Marvin Jones, you know, can he have a good couple of weeks before Williamson comes back? Mm-hmm. Uh, one I'm interested, Sam Laporta, rookie tight end. Rookie tight end, yes. I think he can be have a very good career. He's just got to stay healthy mm-hmm. and prove that he can be that guy. Um. That's really it for the Lions. Chiefs, who do you think besides Mahomes and Kelsey needs to step up? Well, I think the defense, with because clearly Chris Jones ain't coming back anytime soon. It's got to be. It's got to be that pass rush. It's got to be that pass rush and your and your rushing attack because Chris Jones was a big body in the middle that's that you know stopped the run and with him being gone, that's like you said that's a big missing piece. So that defense needs to step up with him being. I don't. I don't know how often. Steve Spagnolo calls blitzes, but I would expect a little more blitzing with the mm-hmm. lack of Jones pass rush there. Yeah. Just to kind of create some more, some more pass rush, get, get into Goff's face. You know, I would, I would expect a little more pass rush coming from, uh, or a little more blitzing coming from Kansas city chiefs, but I agree. It's gotta be that pass rush. Big time. Um, and you know, the offense is going to be fine. They're going to put up 20 points a game at least. <laughs> All right, Derek. It's I time. Yep. For our first 
pick of the year. Derek had to buy me a nice bottle of sketch for the last two years that he... Well, it was worth the price of losing for two years. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I still you have still have it? That's what yeah, I was oh, saying. Yeah. I was like, oh, you still yeah, have dude, there's like two, There's like two like sips or like a two shots left or whatever, two cups left. I'm like, I don't want to drink it because it's so good. <laughs> you save it for a special occasion or special oh, game. I'm going to save something. it for a special occasion. There you go. Um, so, Derek, you first. I'll go first. So, Kansas City, as I picks a back, baby. Yeah, Time but... for me to win more scotch off Derek. Oh. <laughs> Here's a scotch and a five win. Mine's a good bottle of tequila. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> as I said, Chiefs favored by six and a half points. The over under is 54 and a half. So it tells you what they think of these two offenses going at it. Yeah. Hey, what if it ended up like the golf? Remember when they played Thursday night? 50, was that 54, 55, 50, 52? 50, 54, 53 or something like that? 55, 53 or something? Yeah. What if it ends up being that? That would be great. That would be great. Dude, Fantasy football heaven. No, dude, if you pick Lions and Chiefs, you're all over the place. But Woo! uh Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking the Lions to cover the spread. Okay. I think six and a half is a little much there. I, I think it is too. But I think the Chiefs pull out the early victory of the season. Get they it's I the Lions are gonna make this a tough game, though, man. Yeah. If, if Kansas City fans you think you're gonna roll over the Lions, you could. The Chiefs are that good. Mahomes is that good. Mm-hmm. But he is. I I think it's gonna be less than six and a half points. Give me the Lions to cover the spread, but I am picking the Chiefs to win opening week. Opening yeah, week. as much as it pains me to say it, I would love for the Lions to upset them. If it happens, great. I wouldn't be surprised if it does happen because then the Lions could be like, hey, look, we're a legit good team. But, you know, yeah, the Chiefs are at home. As much as I hate to say it, they have Mahomes. I they mean, have Mahomes. And that, honestly, that's kind of what they, that's all they need. That guy is damn good, um, and I think he'll do just enough. But, yeah, like you said, the six-and-a-half-point spread, I think it's just too much. I think this will be a tough competitive game. But, yeah, I just see the Chiefs squeaking it out by, like, a field goal. Sure. Yep, I think so, too. So, Chiefs will start off 1-0, and the Lions will start off oh. to 1-0. But, hey, just because you lose week one doesn't mean you're a bad football team, you know? Oh, no, no. But – that's going to do it for us real quick. See you up 17-14 and going into the half over Yeah, TCU. So buddy. If I can, I'm going to keep my eyes peeled on the stupid game. And I, I won't be able to watch it, Eric. Maybe I'll sign up for one of these streaming services real fast and then just delete the... Oh, real, real quick, too, that, uh, that uh, Jonathan Taylor wasn't traded. Any surprise out of there because the Colts were asking for a bunch? I'm not. I'm, I'm not I surprised was... he wasn't traded. I'll be stunned if he plays for the Colts this year. Yeah, I will be too. And Eric's stacking bottles. You know where he'd be good at? A Ram. <laughs> and on that note, we're Rams done. President 2026. Peace. <laughs> Peace.